From high above First Street South in Oblique, Minneapolis, this is Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. I'm Ellen Burns Johnson, and I play nice games. I'm Steve McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Arthur Croy, I too make nice games. For this week's episode, it's another Nice Games Jam. Um, we have not been given a prompt this time, we'll explain later, but we're going to try to come up with a complete game that you can play by the end of this episode. Will it work? We and you are about to find out. And so if everyone is ready, everyone at this table, this in-person table where we are doing a nice game gym, we're all here. in person for the first time in a long while, Whoa. let's start. I said play instead of make. You did. I noticed that. <laughs> it came out so naturally. I don't. And then I realized, oh my God, that's I mean, not what I'm supposed to say. Like, is Steven going to pick up on it? No, like, I are picked we up on it. I was just like, no, nah, I'm saying Mike. I, mine does not say play on it. It says make on the script. Oh, Steven was reading the script. I read the script every time. This is, what, what episode? 225 episodes, I think, or so? I read the script every time. All right. I'm the only person without their laptop in front of them, which is funny because I, you'd think I'd grab any chance I could possibly get to have my laptop in front of me because right. it's so new. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, in front of me, I have a bunch of uh, prompt cards and yes. some prototyping um, stuff. <laughs> now, normally for a nice games jam, <laughs> listener, longtime listeners may know, is we usually get a prompt um, from our boyfriend, Dylan, or from uh, the show's wife, Dale. Um, and uh, but this time we're doing it a little differently. Ellen, you've brought all these prompt cards. Explain how this works. Do you do you think that the show's wife knows about the show's boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> okay. As long as everyone's they co-host Evil Games Club together. Yeah. As long as everyone's in the know, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Show do you do you? Um. Okay. So I brought in a deck called Playthinker, and we will link to this uh, in the show notes. But Playthinker is a well, it's a website. On the back of the card, it says playthinker.com. And one of the things you can do on the website is you can order this cool deck. And this deck is a bunch of cards that all have different types of player-game interactions. Mm -hmm. um, so these are ways that the player interacts with the game. Um, and they are I'm pretty sure they're like medium agnostic. So you could use these as prompts for tabletop games or for digital games or for whatever. Um, and they are in a few different categories. And I'm not going to worry about explaining the categories because the print on the explanation card is really small. Um, but <laughs> and you're not into reading things off of things today. So. No, that's not my that's not my energy this late in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wing it and it's gonna be great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so here's an example like uh, exploration. The player gains information mainly through examining objects and exploring their surroundings. That's one card, mm -hmm. and there are dozens of cards. And so yeah. the idea is we draw some. And then we have to make a game that incorporates all of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is a really good format for our purpose here yeah. at, at, at for Nice Games Jam. What What is the uh, intended use case for this deck? I think this exact thing is, is game jams. Yeah. Well, or you know, just honing your game game design oh, okay. chops, just, right? Uh, as a, a practice uh, exercise. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, here are the three instructions cards. You can see how fine, tiny, tiny, tiny the font Listener, is. Listener, the font is very fine. It's very small. Like it's Steve, extremely tiny. Steve can even read it from across the table. How to... <laughs> You're moving it back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, how to use Playthinker cards. You can use this deck by yourself oh, or in a group. Two words. You did. You did nail it. And then I, and I cheated. Um... <laughs> You may prefer to keep the goals and challenges cards separate from the rest of the deck. So, like, there are seven different categories. Each of the categories are player game interactions of a certain type. But then there's also this seventh, you know, this goal mm -hmm. stack, which is stuff like reach the end or sandbox and, just, you know, the, the end state goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
And then there are a few different ways that the designers here of the Playthinker deck suggested that um, you use the deck. Mm -hmm. And there's like freeform random, ordered random, targeted, make a genre. Um, and I am not going to have us do any of those. Um, <laughs> so what I was thinking we could do uh, is we could um, select a goal card. Mm. And then we would... With some agency on our on our part. That's, that's new. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a goal card. And then we could... Um, shuffle all these other ones and randomly pick two or three. Yeah. Okay. And the way that the, the way that the deck suggested that um, you, you do, you work with the randomly drawn cards is that the one that you draw first is the most common player game interaction. And then the one that you draw second is like the next most common. Ah, okay. And then the one that you draw third is the third most common. And okay. they do say like more than three is gets difficult, right. which makes sense. Um, Steven four or five. We up to it. No, yeah. No, please do it. <laughs> I don't know what you're, you're going to make this hard on Ellen. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Hey. We've never done this challenge before. Let's go. All the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Legendary. All right. Um, I mean, we, we can always we can always try and fail and that's allowed. You know, what we could do is um, maybe we could uh, uh, pull two and then kind of decide if that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, or like, I think even before we like properly start, like we can, we can, we, it's an unknown challenge perhaps, but maybe we could kind of dial it in as we begin. Yeah, yeah, we can, sure. we can totally, this is, you know, like they have ways, they have these recommended ways that you can use the cards, but mm -hmm. you just use them however you want because it's all about you generating ideas yeah. by yourself or with friends. And if you've listened to a nice games jam before, you know that we don't always stick to the prompt Yes. Uh, because, uh, you know, it's really just as a, a way to get us started. Yeah. Um, so, but these are very specific. So I'm actually, I'm motivated, I think, to, follow these rules i want to please the teacher yeah you know but um but we should know that we don't have to <laughs> <laughs> of course as usual um okay so i think what i would like to do is i'm just spreading out the um the several goal cards that are part of that part of the deck yes and i've set aside the other um player game interactions cards off to the side and i'll shuffle them in a second mm -hmm. but i think there are a couple of these goals that i'd like to remove um oh. because i don't know if they'd be super fun from game jammy perspective, but you guys right. disagree. With I want to pick aesthetic experience because why is that a goal? I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay, so the game I was gonna remove sandbox. Oh sure. Well, um, let's quick just we don't have to read all the cards, but let's just name the seven goals. Yeah, right. yeah. It's on. It's you. You. Oh, okay. You. I will read them. You read them, Stephen. Yes. You I, do it. I've got good eyes. <laughs> We've proven that. Um, dominance, collection, efficiency, reach the end, reach a specific end state. Sandbox and aesthetic experience. So yeah, without describing these or reading the the flavor text, flavor text below. Um, <laughs> I think listeners and I'm the same way. I got a general idea of what, examples of what some of these games might be. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, except for aesthetic experience. I don't get it. Okay. Well, let's read that one and see, because that might be difficult. Because I think we want to do a board game style game. One, we're in person, and that's you know we're, we're that's still novel for us. Yeah, uh, or it's novel again for us. So we yeah. kind of probably want to play with all the props that Ellen brought. Um, so maybe we want to take out things that don't uh, <laughs> lends itself to that. But mm. aesthetic experience might be difficult. But I don't know. What does it say? Aesthetic experience. The game focuses on the experience of playing rather than on the act of playing. Oh, so like Pogs. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, they would be no fun if there was nothing on uh, drawn on them, right? Oh, yeah. All right. That's fair. Hmm. They're like. But there wasn't there a collection. There is already a collection one, right? Uh huh. So. Well, they, it it you know these can be these are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. But uh, I do think that this one might be tricky for us. Yeah, for that's a, for fair. Um, yeah, this almost feels like an episode. 
yes. ended up like, hey, remember that card? What did that card mean? Yeah, yeah. Let me talk about it for an what hour. What is? I'm putting like it down. The, I'm putting yeah. it down. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, I also think we could remove sandbox. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. Good. And then we are left with these five to choose from as our goal. Yeah. These all seem very doable with a board game. And, yeah. Uh, we may find ourselves wanting to do a, a paper prototype or something, but uh, we should be able to find our way to play with our props uh, with any of mm -hmm. these five that remain. So let's pick one, I guess. Right? We're not yes. we're not drawing one randomly. Yeah, we pick one. I think we I think it'd be more fun to, to choose one as long as we don't spend more than like three minutes choosing. Okay. So we should draw one randomly then? <laughs> uh, I don't want to do dominance. Okay. I don't want to mm -hmm. do collection. Uh -huh. Okay. That leaves efficiency, reach the end, and reach a specific end state. Which that, that one's that too many words for me to want to do it. I I actually like that one best. Oh, okay, really? Okay. Because it's um so reach the end would be like a traditional board game. Sure. Like the game of life or whatever. Yeah. Um reach a specific end state would be basically like if you're competing with other players to like, you know. Well, it'd be like in Roboston finishing the robot for a task. That would be reach the end. So the way that it oh. describes it is but of course I think there's some I, I, I'm arguing with you as if I know the definitions of these things. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I all this. open to interpretation. I mean there I don't know it, but it is on the card, Mark. You want to read it? <laughs> <laughs> the player must make the playing field conform to predefined rules. So specific is so. For example, a jigsaw puzzle must be reassembled, or a crossword must be filled in oh. with letters to form words in all applicable directions. So this is more what I was thinking. Reach the end was, which is, well, I guess it is. It reached an end state. So uh, what is reach the end then? What's different about that? The primary objective of the game is to reach its milestones. Milestones can be checkpoints, unlockables, or the end of each level. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. I feel like if I were writing this reach a specific end state card or card again, I would just write puzzle. <laughs> puzzle. Puzzle. Yeah. Um, because that seems to be what they're going for. But like reach the end. Um, like I'm thinking of it was is it Takedo when you're like moving the people across the landscape and you're stopping at different places and you're gathering. Possibly. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting blank stares from across the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like you know, that you reach the last point on the the landscape, and yeah. then you tally up whoever has the most victory points. Oh, I see. You know, sure. but the end state is you reach the last right checkpoint. You, you play until the game is over, rather than you play until somebody wins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you play until the end, and then whoever wins is the person who has the most whatever's. Well, what's our last card here? Efficiency. I do like efficiency. <laughs> yeah. Um. The have the most balanced character. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The player is motivated to master the game system so that they can play cleanly and expertly. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Mastery can come from precise control, knowledge of, of the system, exploitation of glitches, and so on. Wait. Yeah. What? I mean, it's just a prompt. Right. I know. But it's, like, it, that one very leads into video games. Yeah. I think that would be our most challenging one, but like, I'm up for it. Let's do it. I, th do I don't it. think it's going to grow great, but like. I never think these are going to go great. And we just have something cool, so. No, I'm, let's do it. It yeah. actually sounds really cool if we can mm -hmm. make yeah. it work. Um, <laughs> Our goal is efficiency. And the go that could be the goal of the game design. It could be the goal of the players, I guess, right? I'm just, I'm guessing well, there's a lot open to our interpretation. I yeah. mean, I think that's fair, but I, I, it the, the, the little prompt thing says the player specifically. But oh, okay. I mean, it can also be. The player itself. is motivated. Right. We can motivate the player to do that. But yes. It doesn't have to be the goal of the player. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Mm, okay. Mm. Or it could be. Mm. I mean, I'm excited. Shuffling <laughs> sounds. Like, like, uh, like thinking of board game examples that, that fall like uh, like uh, rummy or something, right? Where you have to, you draw and you slowly find your way towards the right combination of stuff. Yeah. 
you know, you don't think of it in those terms, but that is kind of what you're doing. Yeah, I'm trying to think of efficiency. I mean, like efficiency can be a really, it can be a present dynamic and like lots of games that you wouldn't expect. Like for some reason, um, Splendor is popping up. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. Because you have just really so few decisions that actually make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't start out, it, like every decision counts, and especially your first couple decisions. And so you've got to be really careful about your yeah. action economy. Um, but who knows? Okay. Um, do, 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 do. I think about efficiency whenever I pick a sniper shooter because <laughs> I don't have to walk very far to kill things. Oh, I guess that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> I thought you meant like accuracy. I mean, yeah. That too. Yeah. It, that enables the efficiency. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I shuffled the rest of the cards and okay. these are the other types of player slash game interactions. Okay. Um, I'm going to have Steven choose one randomly from the big pile. Oh my. So, so much pressure. Aha. Combination. Ooh. What does it say? Uh, simple objects can be combined with some degree of freedom to create more complex ones. <gasps> Crafting. Rube Goldberg machine. Mixing metals to obtain new alloys. Okay, but we can't make Roboston. <laughs> <laughs> all, lo- all roads lead to Roboston. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mark. Your Ooh, I get to draw the second one. Steven, you have to do the drum roll. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> Mike sounds. Approach. Try to touch certain objects. Such as power-ups, keys, coins, checkpoints, melee attacks. How do you touch a melee attack? This, this one feels like they were running out of time and needed this, so many cards. <laughs> wrote this one, but I like it. Okay. Um, what? Hmm. Okay. Huh. So it, it's essentially it's the mechanic of collection, um, in a sense. Although it, it doesn't quite say it that way. They, all their examples imply that, or most yeah. of them do. But it seems like they're trying to get at something bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think what I'm seeing here in approach is like. The that might be the like it's a spatial game. It might be the challenge. Yeah, how to to approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you do it? Right, right. Well, I think it's the most melee attacks is like deciding when the right time is to oh to use it. Oh, and then like uh, checkpoints is making your way to a thing, and then the keys, coins, power ups are all collectibles. That's why Mm -hmm. it, it sort of seemed leaning in that direction. But maybe it's just about about. Fighting Space. game, but with crafting. <laughs> Do we want to? We already one? did an architects. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we've made too many games. I guess <laughs> um, it is funny when you like in using these cards. I can. It's the games we've already done in Ice Games Jam come quicker to my mind. Yeah, huh. because of the, they're describing them in these ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, know? that's true. That's true. Also, because we're be, the thing that I'm hearing with us talking about these two cards makes me feel like we should probably draw a third. Give okay. us some more well, constraints. Well, give me that deck so you can draw it. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Ellen. Just draw from the top. Ellen, draw a card. Good looking card. Hmm. Exploration. The player gains information mainly through examining objects and exploring their surroundings. Okay. Okay. Aww. Okay. Okay. So that actually pairs pretty well with approach. Yeah, in my in yeah, my, I think so too. I might be putting it in a box, but they seem to go together. Okay, you know what comes to mind, mm-hmm. especially approach and exploration, like um, oh, like hidden sunken Minecraft. sunken island or whatever. I'm so bad at remembering game like names of uh-huh. games that I play on like desktop. Well, you're thinking because the one that came to me was Minesweeper. 
Um, something like that. Yeah, like where you're like you're uncovering tiles. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Treasure Island. Oh, we could do Hidden a whole Island. episode on Minesweeper. There Sunken is a Island. Dungeons and Dragons board game, like an electronic board game. Yeah. That I that I, I got from a Goodwill when I was a teenager. It's from the eighties. Yeah. Um, and it, it it's a grid, and the grid is a they're all buttons, and you have a like a proper a pewter figure. They look like a, a miniature because this is where everything was plastic. And you press the the token down on a spot in the corner of the dungeon. And then you get you hear you hear tones that tell you where the walls go, and then you have these plastic oh. walls you place, and you just slowly make your way through. So it's like Fog of War in a board game. Yeah, and that that I was reminded of that too, thinking about the exploration, like how we do that in a physical space. Yeah, um, is to kind of reveal um, what the space is as oh, you travel sure. through it. You know. Yeah, uh, like you're looking for something, and maybe the 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 sort of efficiency of your approach could be like you know reading the the thing, like what's likely to be over this way, over that way, if we uh, have a board that is like revealed tiles, maybe there are ways we can give the players clues that give them a, a chance, like how much of a, of a chance, if I keep going this way, will I find what I'm looking for, even though it's the shorter path, or maybe it's a better chance that I'll find what I'm going this way, but it'll take me longer or whatever. Yeah, I, 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 I'm kind of getting the picture of like um, a maze mm-hmm. or something, or maybe it's not a maze, maybe you're just like thrown into a fog or something. Like a fog of war sort of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might might not have to be like literal, like each tile or each if you flip cards or whatever could, that each represent ten feet or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be more like zones, like moving well, from city to city or from block to block yeah. or from this uh, uh, the hill to the valley or whatever. But but what I'm thinking is like you 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 know you would go through these tiles or what have you, mm-hmm. and then when you you know go to a new one, you flip it over. Um, and some of those objects, um, you can take and then you can use them and combine them with other objects. Oh, yeah, right, other right, things right. in the field. Yep, to get more stuff. To yeah, um, that was kind of what I was thinking too. Like the games that I was thinking of are the ones where you like have a grid of face down tiles. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I moved too far away from the mic. <laughs> um, face down tiles, and on each turn, like you flip a tile, and you can you know you move to that tile, or yeah. you can move a couple yeah. tiles away and flip that. Um, and maybe what we do is we, you start by being only able to move a tile. Mm -hmm. And then as you go, like you're gathering items that allow you to flip more tiles. So you're more efficiently moving through. Oh, that's good. And, and you can collect power-ups, but it could be kind of like, um, Arkanoid style where you can only use one power-up. So you can make some choices about like, oh, I can do two tiles on this turn. But if I pick up this one instead, I can, I can break through a wall. Um, yeah, but then I lose my ability to move two, or maybe maybe you can have up to two or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. There could be some risk reward there, like, and if we, it's a multiplayer game, we could have it could be trying to reach a goal that everyone's going for, even though they don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. I think we've all hit on the idea of like having a grid of like reversible, like revealable tiles. Yeah, yes. it's a little obvious, but like it's it's really there's a lot there that we yeah. can mine. So I'm I'm up for that. Also, yeah. it's probably something we can produce uh, quickly. Yes. Yeah. If we're thinking that way. Yeah. I mean, I like that plan. Uh, if we had, do we have a deck of cards that uh, are not the cards we used to make this game? <laughs> <laughs> this is the prototyping kit I brought had a blank deck of cards, and I forgot it. Well, I can uh, run around and find a, a a standard deck of cards. Do it. I'll do that. Okay. So do it. Whether we edit this part out of the episode depends on how interesting a conversation the two of you have while I'm gone. Go. Uh, okay. okay. So that was so fast. It's like he knew exactly where the cards are. Oh, snap. Were. That's Hanafuda. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Ooh. So, <clears throat> as I roll back the mic, 
Uh, I grabbed a Hanafuda deck, um, which has a lots of different types of cards. It's cool, more, cool. Uh, more suits and such, so we could use those as, as tokens. And smaller. I also grabbed a standard deck of cards, um, which are uh, styled in Le Grand Roi de France, which is the great kings of France, um, which <laughs> you'll... If you know anything about the kings of France, that's a bit of an exaggeration, I think. Um, <laughs> but that's uh, my standard deck of cards here. With a couple of... That is some hair. Whoa. <laughs> that is a wig. Oh, that's Louis the Fourteenth. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we got Louis the Fourteenth and Louis the Sixteenth on either side of it, which is like, yeah, that's two kings of France. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think we would more easily recognize the 52 cards. Right. Yes. Yes, I think so. I just, uh, I just, in in case we need more tokens. Of, I, of I like, yeah, I like, I like using the Hanafuda, mm -hmm. but I think that. It's... Can I hold the box? Oh yes. <laughs> Listeners who are wondering why this is so fun, Hanafuda cards are super cool. There's a, a game that's played called Koi Koi. That's a, a common game that, that Stephen Yu and Dale have been playing mm -hmm. a lot recently. Yeah. Uh, in Tabletop Simulator. Yes. And um, I recently. Um, got uh, imported for Dale the Club Nintendo Nintendo themed Hanafuda deck because if people who know the history of Nintendo that's what Nintendo made when they started as a company in 18 yada yada yeah um, and so it's kind of always fun, a fun charming part of their history so these very traditional Japanese art style like the, the, the deck was replaced with like Mario and Luigi and stuff it's very cute mm -hmm. but yeah listeners should check it out because Hanafuda decks are awesome uh, okay I'm gonna start you're okay. going to put some cards down yep. in a grid? You confidently as if you know what we're doing. We don't. Never put do. some cards Never down do. in a grid. Just make uh -huh. it up uh -huh. as you go. It's fine. Um, so you're, oh, you're, Steven, you're laying out these the, the standard deck of cards in a kind I, of grid. I am indeed. And the we're game, going to kind of see what we get from that. The game is a metaphor are, for the are, game design process. I am reading your palms. <laughs> um, Tarot so. is not one of the things that we drew from the deck. No. Right. <laughs> So uh, it's a four by four grid all sure, face down. Of, of, of our uh, space. <laughs> we have so much space. Yeah, yes. for sure. Okay. Um, so I guess I'm going to grab a little meeple. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, you guys want some meeples? I'll take one. Okay. Which color do you want? I'd like a red one, please. You want a red one? Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, look at that. Surprise me. Yay. Thank you. Um, I will have this red black one. You can have this cool green one. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I know. The unchosen colors were blue, yellow, and white. Who needs them? Well, we might later, but <laughs> if our care, ooh, kind of, what if our character gets like eaten or blown up or something, and you grab another one? Like, okay, so anyway, there's these we're gonna questions. put explosions in this game, Ellen. Is that? I mean, is that a question? Uh, <laughs> we, we, we sort of we've, we've leaned into the sort of like obvious choice of we each have a, a character we play as. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm comfortable with that, but we we don't have to limit ourselves to that necessarily. That's true. So. The way, yeah, so I don't know. You could have NPCs that move in predictable patterns, and then we, as players, control something else, yeah. maybe. So the way, okay, so what what I'm imagining the way this works is in the initially right away in the beginning, you start off on any of the outer yeah edge of this grid. Maybe you choose where you start from. Yes, and you pick the you know you land on that, and you pick and flip over the card. And I'm gonna say that if the card is a suit, no, not a suit. What's the what's the, the you know king face card? Yeah, face card. Thing. Mm -hmm. The card is a face card, then it's an item. If it's not a face card, then it's just an empty space. Sure. Okay. So I'm going to do this. Ooh, wait. Before we continue, uh huh. Are we competing against one another, or is this cooperative? Oh, I wanted to compete. Yeah, I feel like this. I, I think competition probably makes the most sense for now. I don't know if that'll be where we end up, but I'm feeling that too. And the reason the reason for me is that the game that is like 
mechanically similar to this game in my mind, at least, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the name of, uh, was cooperative. So I like the idea of it being cooperative. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Steven has placed his meeple. Yes. And he's flipping that card. It's a six. Oh, tough break for Ten the early November player. 1630. <laughs> oh, there's like there's King Facts. On there. King Facts. Cool. Oh. You are now subscribed to King Facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll move my meeple ahead of me, which is actually very close to where Steven is. Oh. I'm um, flipping my card. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, I got, uh, a <laughs> Not a king. It's a V. So this is a Cardinal de Richelieu. Um, I'm not pronouncing that correctly, yeah. but um, I don't know French. Chateau de Chantilly. Sounds, sounds Philip de Chantilly. I would yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm, I I don't know if that. Well, how does that place in the stand? Like, is that the is jack that a- or is it the queen? Oh, I. I it's probably the jack. Um, but it's okay. it's a, it's the V of clubs. Mm. Yeah, I thought I picked a normal deck, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. But it's a face card. It's all accounts. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have a face on it. So now, so now, I mean, we don't really know what we're doing yet. But like, I so now I have revealed that there's some object there, and it's the it's the V of clubs. And so maybe that specifically means something. Although our maybe final deck would be more not balanced, just like a, a 52 card deck. But yeah. Let's just imagine. Yes. So, um, um, should we should we just so, keep going, or should we just say I have an item and just? Well, I think you later? should try to invent what the item does. Yes. Okay. Well. Uh, what is my goal exactly, right? Like, we don't know. <laughs> okay. So what, what item would be useful? So like... Efficiency. Maybe, <laughs> like, um, I mean, okay. So when we talk about like you can move twice, right? So maybe when you you can move twice, but you can... If you only reveal the one you end up at. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Right? So it, it makes it not super OP. Um, sure, sure. If, whatever power is in this well, game. wouldn't that make it... I, I, uh, being able to, well, okay, that's fine. there's a that's certain fine. logic, like, okay, so am I am I revealing the fog of war as I pass through, or do I go somewhere and dig in the ground? Yeah, for the thing, look for the thing there, right? So there's there's a there's a thematic metaphor here that, sure. that we, we that will start to coalesce as we describe what these movements might feel like in our in our fiction. Yeah, but I feel like I I feel like the latter option wow i'm just losing continuity today um <laughs> I, I don't want i don't feel like you should move or reveal the cards that you move through i feel like you should reveal the card that you land on okay, okay. yeah i agree good. i agree because you're looking for objects right yeah and you have to look for objects in order you have to roll a perception check to look for objects uh-huh. you know you're not just unless you have a really high reception score uh-huh. actually right so maybe that's what the combination could be like maybe that's maybe that's what this is is that each item does something unique but when you combine them they do a third thing and neither of the two original things. Well, that might be hard to write, but you could have them do both things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, what do, what do the two things combined mean, I suppose? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll just work with that for now. That like um, uh, combining two has a strategy to it. So one of them is every everything you pass through is revealed. One of them is you can move two or three, you know. Um, more than your more than your current one. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Which um, one did you pick up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, let's just say I got the one that lets me move two. Sounds good. Two. Yeah. Instead of one. Cool. Um, and I don't know what benefit that is to me yet, but um, and now I have an item. So um, Ellen, why don't you give me a token that signifies an item, and we can do that for points for now. Um, maybe just now the game is to get the most face cards. It's not sure. balanced, but let's just play it that way for now. Yeah. Okay. And then um, um, whichever color you give me will will denote that particular style. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get a gold one. Ooh, thank you. Befitting the kings of France. <laughs> well, not yes, those, those V's. <laughs> uh, I look through it. There's like a an, an R, uh-huh. in it. I think it was was it a G? So R would be king then. Sure. 
I don't I don't know French. Wait, yeah, what is what does V stand for in French? I don't know. There's an R, there's a D. Vatican? Because mm-hmm. it's a cardinal? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Anyway. <laughs> I'm like, is it vicar? But like, no, that's kind of English. Um, at any rate, Ellen, it is your turn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to enter. This is like an un- unintended wrinkle to this experience. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Um, it's the game jam, folks. I mean, ultimately, it doesn't matter. You know, we're going to be, this is going to be, basically, this is the uh, Palace of Versailles. We're like roaming the gardens of the Palace of Versailles. Yeah. That's what this oh. game is. Oh. That's actually kind of cool idea. Right? <laughs> Let's bank that. Okay. So I revealed a three and um, I... All I found in this room in the Palace of Versailles was like Some a chamber packs. pot. Some king packs. Chamber, chamber pot might pot be useful. Is, uh, well, you got a three. I mean, chamber numbers. pot would be useful. You can go yeah. on the move. Yeah. It helps with efficiency. Yeah. yeah. You know, it just occurred to me. Um, sorry to interrupt, but it, it occurs to me the value of being able to move twice, which is as cards are revealed, all the cards around you might be revealed. Right. So, okay. It didn't, it didn't occur to me that there'd be any value to it, but as you play, it would. And it could be strategic play. You could get in somebody's way to make their turn less valuable. That's um, what I'm trying to do now, and I can't uh, come up with a way to do it. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to move here. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have an idea. After you reveal that card, I have an idea. Okay. Base card. It's a two. That's even worse. Okay. I found not a chamber pot, but the stuff that goes into chamber pot. <laughs> Just a room full of poop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was, the, the idea that I had mm-hmm. was like, that kind of built around the kind of it kind of works with the idea that you're exploring like a location mm-hmm. um and that is like the game ends when you have explored the whole deck yeah so after a person leaves a revealed room you put a new card face down <gasps> we gonna oh. do that well hold up a second because that actually counters what we were talking about just now oh about, about strategically being... playing yeah. yeah maybe but there should be a mechanism by which that happens sure maybe like once all of a certain type and and, and with our deck of cards we're not gonna be able to get that quite right but you know what I mean? Like that—that that, um, I like that mechanism a lot that you work through. Could be matching, match through. Yeah, match that two. could be if, if if you match two. If you match, or then, there's some item you have or something, then those and, get removed and replaced or something. Yeah, I just really want to hold on to the strategic like. Yeah, like, yeah, I agree. Play, I agree because that gets our that gets our sort of approach. Yeah. Um, uh, mechanic. Well, okay, so I think the idea of having it as a random match of cards will be difficult because if you're pulling through a whole deck, the possibility exists that you just end up with not having any of those cards right. on your it, table. It's, um, we're we're hamstrung well, by the nature of the fifty. That's why card I deck. was saying that if you there maybe there's an item that allows you to reshuffle one of the cards. How you do you in, how do you make sure that that item ends up on the dealt cards? Yeah. Well, if we I mean if we were to design the card that the there'd be any number of ways, but we can't do it now with our fifty two card deck. Yeah. Well, um, the the reason I brought that up was so that I could suggest a different thing, which oh, is okay. yeah. <laughs> you rev- the all four corners of the dealt grid are revealed. Oh, because. You could, if you're ahead uh-huh. of the game, you could find it advantageous to then cycle all the flipped cards. You know, if you've got an item and other people don't mm-hmm. or something like that, it yeah. might be. It, so it, it's within like the players decide when it's when it happens. But like when it happens might be advantageous, more advantageous to one player than another. And it, I think it could lead into the competitiveness. Uh, descri- I think I missed the, the, the trigger. So when you're saying when when the four corners of the 16 cards are revealed then all the ones that have been revealed get shuffled in? Yeah, get, oh. get cycled. So like, cool. okay. I did this corner one, and but none of the other corners have been revealed. Yeah. Um, and so like, we we have a lot of time before the other ones are revealed. Well, maybe not that much time, but like, you could get here in a couple turns, I could get here in a couple turns, mm-hmm. Stephen could get there in a couple turns. And... It's also useful for Stephen, who's gone two turns without finding anything, Yeah, to want to trigger that sooner rather than later. 
Potentially, yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a good that's a good Yeah, let's work with that. Okay. For now. Yeah. So we, we can I, try I, it. I still get to block Steven as I was planning to do this turn. Right. But uh we can st- we don't <laughs> but we can get this reset uh method working. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna move my character two forward from my position, which is now sitting in front of Steven. But why? And leave Steven with only one free or uh, unrevealed card next to him. But why? Oh, come on. Ooh, I got the, Another V. The V of How hearts. am I already upset about this game that's not even finished yet? Cardinal I feel like we're on the right track then. Yeah. <laughs> not because you're frustrated, but because you're having feelings about it, you know? Well, yeah, what true. I like about when we do these game jams, and this is a this is a benefit to the listener as well, is that, oh, thank you. I have another. Oh, did you give me the, the same well, power? Because it's the V, right? It's another V. Oh, so go. I was so thinking, well. maybe maybe the synergy comes from when you get like three of a kind or something. You get two yeah. of a kind. Or like maybe now that I got two of the same type, which is a weird coincidence. I can now move three. That's cool with me. Makes sense. I want to. Although yeah. there's very few opportunities to move three. Um, but whatever. Um, I was going to say one of the benefits of, of the, these game jams, and I hope listeners appreciate it, is that we don't, like the strategy, the meta, none of this is figured out yet. But Steven is already competitive. Yeah. And yeah. Ar- and already feels the game. And yeah. I think that's, that's a really valuable tool because I am never like that. I'm always very much like, I don't see why this matters yet. You say that, but then you block me. So. Well, <laughs> I'm working with the Zing. knowledge. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not proud of it. But <laughs> I should have seen that coming and moved in a different direction. Yeah. I, that um, was it. Was a good move. Anyway, <laughs> respect, respect. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so I, I got my second token of the same type because I just happened to get another V. Uh, and Ellen, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I'm staying away from whatever mess is happening on this side of the table. Yeah, you're gonna get blocked next. Yeah. Hey. No, I'm going this way. Oh, okay. so I only can move one. I haven't had any items yet. Oh, but I just uncovered a Heck. D. Oh my okay. gosh, w- which is muttery. I don't know. Leskins. That's not French. Mm-hmm. Leskins. Yeah. Sure. Leskin- oh, that's <laughs> embarrassing. I'm sorry. To I took French in high school and college, so this whole episode is going to be me telling on myself. <laughs> Fair enough. Leskinski. All right. What does that? What does that do? That so D must be the queen then in, in the province. Oh, sure. Stack. Well, I'm going to look that up. Okay. Okay, so um, this is a face card. I'm already starting to think that there might be too many face cards in a normal deck, more than we would want items or Possibly, something. yeah. Or Well, that's a balance problem. We can, yeah, yeah, we we can, can get there when we get there. Yeah. It may be, maybe you need like two of a kind in order to get the benefit or something like that. You have to assemble parts or something Yes, like yes, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like once you've assembled the three V parts, then you can, then you can move extra. Right. Or once you've assembled the three D parts, then you can peek. But on the other hand, if we have this reset mechanic, then the game moves a little quicker and it might be okay. And may- maybe the tables can turn a lot. So I have two power-ups and both of you have nine, none. But like maybe once we flip I've things over. I've got one. Over, oh, I just got one. Got one. one. That's yeah. right. That's right. I'm going to give myself a silver one. Okay. Nice. Um, but um, it, like it, when things get reset, maybe everything gets reset or you know what I mean? Like there could be a... Um, yeah. So there could be more left to chance, but more opportunities of, at chance. So that it's not the, the balance will, it will. Yeah, I just it, like it. Um, it makes every move a little more interesting if something can happen. Yeah, right. But um, I gotta come up with power. Exactly. Yes. What is your power? Well, I thought of two ones that would be kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> three actually. Mm-hmm. Two of which are pretty OP. So there might be ones where I have to like assemble three or something. <laughs> one of them would be like take a peek at the next one. One of the cards near you oh, and put it face sure. down again. Um, okay. So giving myself giving myself some knowledge. Uh-huh. Um, another one that occurred to me was like moving someone, <laughs> <laughs> moving someone to a revealed tile, right? Oh, I see. So I, I like the peak one. I think that's cool. Yeah. I, again, I don't I don't fully understand the strategic implication, but I feel like that's a great mechanic for yeah. when we find a, a reason to use it. Yeah. Um, 
So maybe what it can be is you can peek. Right? How do you make that? Like you peek all the ones around you, or you peek a direction, and then yeah, just I think just go one. there or go another direction. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is, like, if it's efficiency, right? I've got one, I peek one. If I get two, I can peek two. Yes. yes um. Yeah. The other, the third idea that occurred to me as a power was like the ability to move diagonally. Oh, oh. sure, sure. I guess we need to make a. Uh, we didn't even answer whether that was possible. Yeah. We didn't. We just kind of ass- we assumed we just it wasn't right. Started yeah. playing and yeah. didn't move diagonally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think is fine. I think we should be able to move diagonally. Well, because think- I'm locked into place. Yeah, Steve- <laughs> Steven's emotion li- tied up in the game, so we can't trust his design choices right now. Um, Ellen, I, li- I think peeking works. I think, yeah, you you before yeah. you move, you can peek in, in in any direction, and then that's and then you can go in that direction or not when you make your move. That's so powerful. I'm fine with that. I like I'm just it, saying yeah. it's powerful. I mean, the other thing we could explore is like the idea that some of these have charges. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, potentially. I mean, what, let's just play. Yeah, it. let's just yeah, play, yeah. It. play it out. That's okay, fine. so uh, I have this item. I think it's going to let me peek at one card. Yes. Um, in our cardinal directions. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pun on multiple levels now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it wouldn't let me peek diagonally, but because I can't move diagonally right now, that wouldn't not right. Move. You could peek in any valid move that you could make. Yeah, I can peek right. at the next move. It does. Yeah, it, I can still only move one card at a time, and it like, lets me peek at that card before yeah. at one card before I make my move. Right, yep. and and it, it, I think it works really well because it becomes the Monty Hall problem, right? Like mm-hmm. you can even though you like you're peeking randomly, so it's not you have. There's very right now anyway. There's no motivation as to which one you would peek, but yeah. it doesn't matter which one you peek because then now it gives you that information to go there or somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a solution to the Monty Hall problem. So yes. I, I like that a lot. Cool. But you just collected it, so you don't get to use it until the next turn. Right. Steven, it's your turn. Now, Steven, you can move to a, a spot yeah, that, that, isn't, that uh, is already revealed. Not doing that. Okay. Can you share a space with me is a question. Oh, I assumed you could, but why? But whoever why gets there. Well, yeah, because, have because my next my next move is going to be blo- to block you again. And where you then you'll have no value. Why would you do that? I don't think there's any reason not to be able to occupy the same space. I don't think so either. I think it'd be perfectly fair. But I you see if, I, if you know that if that if you go to the so viewers or listeners can't see, uh, but Steven's moving to the other corner of the thing. Corners. And so um, if I, I would my next turn, I, he can anticipate that I will move to block him, not block him, but may reveal all the cards around him, which means his next move will get him nothing. Or he could move to the position I'm at now, in which case, no matter where I go, he has a couple of options right. to reveal next time. So either I get to do nothing this turn or nothing next turn. I'd, right, but okay, go, go ahead. <laughs> I'd rather get something now. All right. Um, and also, I'm revealing what a corner. Stephen doesn't know. Oh, my that. God. It's a 10. <laughs> oh, not quite, doesn't a fa- count. not quite a face card. All right. All right. Now, so then I will now move to make that. that yeah. Watch it be an item. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Not an item. At least it wasn't an item. Good. Finally, some proper luck for me. Steven, can you? <laughs> thank you. Oh, my gosh. That 10 was so crooked. Yeah, Mark. Was, yep. <laughs> there'll, there'll be a proper grid when we you know fully yeah. release the game you know I, I, there's only 16 cards it's a very small grid i definitely imagined way more but i kind of yeah. like it at this size i think i think it should be i think small is good because mm-hmm. yeah i think then it lets you have a big stack of cards that you get to replace and yes. mm-hmm. that's kind of fun yeah. i think it'd be more fun when the, if they're more like tiles rather than cards yes i think so yeah tiles have a nice little snap when you that, put them on that, the table. No, never mind think about balance and stuff uh-huh. also i'm losing so <laughs> so that's why you're thinking about balance. I, mean, I don't know maybe the uh, none of us have points yet so <laughs> i mean whoever okay. it's pretty apparent to me who's winning Ooh, so there's oh. a lot of meta to ellen's now peeking or she picked the one she's peeking i peeked peeked. at one yeah, yeah i can only peek at one but okay. what's great is that when where, where ellen moves is going to mean something to us because if if ellen because we know like presumably we would know what powers are available in the game right 
And so when you don't pick that, it's like either there's nothing there or it's something you don't need. Yeah. But we're not going to know for certain why you didn't pick it. So right. there's a, we get a little information from your next move. But just a tantalizing a bit because yeah, you yeah. don't actually you get information, but you don't really know what right. it means. But if all we got was whether it's a power up or not, then then it's basically like we all got to peak. Yeah. But, but but you get more information than us. Yeah. Just yeah. Um, I am going to move here because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's an oh, it's another peak. It's card. another D, which I'm a, I'm assuming this is the uh, D's are queens. I mean, I assume so too, but that's not the translation for queen. Oh, in French, but and it seems to be the triche, yeah. triche. Oh, you're making me doing it. Yeah, uh, and Dutriche. Yeah, you think so? She, whatever she was doing, she was doing it from 1601 to 1666. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything she was doing was she was doing during that time. I suspect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Everything she did, she did it during those years. Okay. I'm gonna move. Here. I'm getting a. Wait, we have to figure out what this means. Does this oh. mean I get to look at two cards? It yeah, does. It means because okay. it's another the same. You get to look at yeah. two cards now. I think yep. that's a good way to do it. All right. Me. So Stephen, rather than moving to where I was, uh, he's now moving back to where he was last turn. Yep. So now, what I'm going to do? I'm already blocked. <laughs> so so I have an option here. So again, listeners can't see the board, but basically I can make a choice where I can move to another card to make another reveal for myself. Or I can move along with Steven so that, because Steven's still two turns away from a reveal. Yep. He has to move twice. Yes. I can get there before he does. Yep. So I can make an aggressive move there, or I could just let Steven live his life. And we all know that's going. not going to happen. Now, I, don't know what my, I don't know what my motivations are. Like, <laughs> sure. I have my, I'm not sure either. <laughs> I have my... Uh, Pick on Steven, apparently. Yeah. Ellen, you got to push your piece back on this here. You're on the... <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Um. So, Stephen, I could move to this card here, this unrevealed card, but it's not better because then you can move there and there and it's yes. diagonal to me. So I wouldn't be able to stop you. Right. But if, if, if I move here, then it's still you're still two turns away. So it's not actually any better necessarily. Um, yeah. So it, so the question is, am I more motivated? Like, am I happy with what I have? Because well, I, I don't really know the value of it. The interesting, the interesting thing I will comment on here yeah. from the design perspective, because I wouldn't say this as a player. Because we're tied. <laughs> but from a designing perspective, right now you're just focused on denying Steven. I'm tied with you. You should be coming after me. I suppose. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. I'm, I'm, this is the third corner to be revealed. I am one move away from it. Right. Like, we're going to lose potential. I, you know, there's. Do all of the cards <laughs> get reshuffled? Just the ones that have been revealed. Yeah. Good point. Good point. That's right. So if but I. What if, no, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So if um, if I were to go to this space here, which is the, the the closest revealed card to Steven, then it wouldn't get him any slower. But if you moved to the one next to it, that would actually make it difficult for me to get something next turn. So yeah. I will move just one space towards Ellen instead oh, of towards Steven. Thank goodness. And I will reveal. And it's a bupkis. It's That's, a it's a nine yeah. of mm -hmm. clubs. Now, Steven, remember, I was making it very clear that. If I had moved, you're still two turns away. I, I know. My, I couldn't find a way to further harm you, which uh -huh. is why I didn't try. Oh, so nice. So I, I'm telling you, I would have if I could. Because <laughs> that's been an a, a rewarding avenue of so, gameplay so here's, the, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, listeners. Yes. Mark is like, oh, I'm not competitive. I don't really like winning. But then when Steven's playing a game, <laughs> he gets need, real competitive I, real I need quick. to teach you that it's not important. <laughs> it never works. I get mad every time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is it my turn or I, I, say, when, when I do turn. prototype games like this or when I when I play test other people's games yeah. I do I role play like what is the most aggressive oh, yeah. competitive That's good I sort of can't help that um, because I want to like explore the boundaries of this thing and yeah. this thing has very narrow boundaries right now so yeah.
all the cool game devs are on Twitter. I've heard that. We're also on Twitter. I don't know if we're cool. Yeah, all the cool game devs and us. <laughs> all the cool game devs are on Twitter, and we're there too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> coincidentally, we're there because we want to hang out with peeps, and you're one of them. Um, wow, I just said peeps. It's a clear indicator that I'm not cool. <laughs> Uh, but you can talk to me on Twitter anyway, and would be really, it would actually probably be really fun. I'm not particularly active on my Twitter. Sometimes I tweet pictures of my dog. Sometimes I tweet quotes from Mark. Um, sometimes I retweet things that are fun. Um, I might be tweeting a poll about what game I should play next in the next yeah. few weeks after I finish the one that I'm currently on. Uh, but you know who is really, really active on Twitter? It's Dale. Dale is active on Twitter. She tweets lots of cool stuff from the Nice Games Club account. So if you're bored with the crickets that are on my Twitter account, <laughs> thanks for visiting anyway. Um, and you should go check out Nice Games Club. Yeah, uh, Dale will scours the internet for fun game dev stuff, like memes and fun little things that you you know you you might have missed. Um, also stuff about the show. Yeah. But not only that, you know, uh, when you follow Nice Games Club, you become a little closer to the Nice Games Club family. Mm-hmm. And, like, Dale is going to, you know, see your stuff. And so it's a way to sort of engage. And if you've got something cool, send it our way. And Dale will likely retweet it for you. Yeah. Um, because we do like to see what our listeners are making and just what everybody out there is putting together. And so that's... Um, for that reason alone, you should follow us on Twitter. But there's plenty of other reasons, of course. Show news. Dale is also really into cats. Um, so you'll get a lot of that content. Um, and if you hear at the end of the show, we always mention an example. And they always seem so outlandish. But every one of them is worth checking out. Yeah. Um, so this we... one conveniently has to do with cats. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not all cats, right? Dale also um, looks into, like, game industry news. And she tweets out some game dev resources and so on and so yeah. forth. And but yeah, it's I mean it's social media like connect and mm-hmm. share stuff. We want to we want to see your stuff and share your stuff and, yeah. and yeah, it'll help us feel like we're cool. Yeah, we've dragged this middle portion of the show on long enough. But there's one more point I want to make, which is you know recently we had uh, Holly Harrison on the show talking yeah. about um, sort of ethical consumption and, and ethical game dev. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we like to do through our Twitter account is express like how we feel, how we feel. The, the industry should work and the uh, cite examples of things that we find positive and so um, you know it, it, that's not a pitch to follow us that's maybe uh, um, an example that we like to set and hopefully uh, you will agree and follow is just to highlight some of the best stuff and not just the most you know like uh, attention grabbing stuff most high profile stuff most popular stuff the stuff that fits the philosophy here at Nice Games Club so if you want to get to know us a little bit better what we think about things you don't hear us talk about on the show um, you know, part of that expression comes through on our Twitter account. So yes. it's a good way to, to get to know us a little bit better because Dale is a good mouthpiece for this program. Yes, you can follow us at Nice Games. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I do enjoy how um, simple the choices are. Just pick a direction and move. I suppose your um, yeah, your abilities. Yeah, it um, it it really leans into this sort of abstract strategy of it. Like it's just you you make you have like one choice, but there's a lot to your choice. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, that really I like that a lot. Um, it is Ellen's turn. Okay, uh, I'm going to use... I can look at two cards You now. can peek you twice, can, and there are two well. open cards yes, near you. So are. you it's an advantageous thing to do. Yeah. I have to look at Ellen's face to read her, see. <laughs> I'm going to move to this third corner card. Okay, okay. okay. Um, and this third corner card is an R. We have not Ooh, had an R yet. Wow. Okay, what does this mean? It's Louis the Fourteenth with the big wig. <laughs> and the nice block heel. Um... A long time heels were a male fashion item, not mm-hmm. women, and we took that shit because it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot not to swear. Um, okay, um, <laughs> we haven't had an R yet, so we have to decide what an R does. Well, weirdly, in our playtest here, Ellen, you have two of the same, and I have two of the same, but they're different. Mm-hmm. Whereas that's not a very good, uh, uh, <laughs> sort of an inefficient to use a phrase, uh, use of our our testing because we want to be com- combine these. So now that we have the opportunity for a third one. Um, let's think about the two we've created already and how this third one might fit with those. Yeah. Yeah. Initially, I was thinking like, oh, what if, um, you know, what if you. Okay, so here's an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could I could totally see like there's like a manual of color combinations or something. Yeah. And the different color combinations you have in groups of three results in different things. And so right. like if you get three silvers, that means you look at three cards. Okay, that's yeah. simple. But if you get two silvers and a red, then that means something else. That's what I was saying earlier. That is. Yeah. Right. And you were both saying it was complicated. It is complicated, but we're, we're on this path now, I guess. <laughs> well, and now it's more justified now. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't thinking as many steps ahead as you were, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> weren't um, um, recklessly thinking that far. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, well, I think the other thing, too, is like how to think about the different color combinations. Like that could, that yeah. grid could get really big really fast. Yeah. It's going to um, be a, like we're building a, I mean, we ultimately don't want to be using a deck of cards. Yeah. Um, although, honestly, we could make this a game you could play with a deck of cards and like pretzel pieces or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that could be our goal. And so we could constra- constrain ourselves that way. I'm not sure that I want to, but yeah. that's an option. And in, in which case we have, you know, four suits, three face cards, if ace, if, if, if four, if you can. And so that, that could be our design constraints. And then that could help us decide how many is too many of the com- or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But aside from that, um, we could also make it uh, like you're saying a combination like three. It could be a, a building a, a hand, right? Or building sets that then that's what then when you just refresh the cards, you keep playing, keep playing until you get certain numbers of sets, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. There's a lot of ways we could do it. The thing that I was. But that kind of implies the 52 card thing. And I, I don't I want to make sure we're not totally nailed to it if you don't want it. Well, I like I like I like the idea of having the for me, the thing that's that my brain is Oh, glomming onto that is now a loaded term. The thing that my brain is latching onto is the cards are the space and the tokens are the items. Yes. Yeah. And 
you can you can build essentially hands of items. Right. And the, the different combinations of colors of hands of item tokens will result in your items doing different, more complicated things. Mm-hmm. But they could also do like it could be if you end up with two silvers and a red, that is a broken item and you can't it just dies. <laughs> right. There's things you don't want for a reason. Right. And the theme of theming of that could be about like you if it's a game where you're running around the garden, maybe you, I mean, these are face cards, but maybe just for inspiration of that, maybe you find people hiding, mm-hmm. which would also explain why when you refresh them, they move around. Mm-hmm. And maybe you, and then you take them along with you. Mm-hmm. And then, but you can't, you can't have James and Alice together because they don't get along. Yeah. Or something. Something uh, like that. You know? Yeah. Or like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, But when I was thinking of that, like if the red one with combined with two silvers would become like a defunct object. Uh-huh. It also led me to the, the question like, do I have to pick up the item if I reveal one? I would say yes. Yeah. Just in terms of simplicity. I think that then there's fewer choices you have to make, um, which reduces the complexity. Of the I say yes, space. because if you make a mistake, then I can catch up. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> well, the alternative is I don't have to pick up the item and it just stays here revealed and you guys can rush to get it. <laughs> oh, I suppose that's true. Well, I think that the it, it provides value to uh the peeking in this in the sense because if you peek and you know it's something that you don't want or that would hurt you, then you stay away from it. And then that gives us the information to know to make another guess as to what might be other yeah, than Yeah, okay. Um yeah. if you don't have to, then there's really no information about it. Now it makes me feel like we're a bunch of elementary school students who've been told to go pick up the playground. <laughs> and, and we're just finding junk. Yeah. Um, which is also kind of a cool theme. Yeah. Okay, so I got this I got this red one. Mm-hmm. And I would say just for the heck of it, just to play out this idea a little bit more. Yes. Um, let's say that red one combined with two silver breaks my item or gets rid of the room. You can't move through it. Oh. Oh, like locks off that space. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what red maybe what you can do with red is you can leave the token behind and that that room is off limits until it gets oh. cycled. I um can we decide what the power is on its own first? That's what I think that's what Ellen is. That's proposed. what you mean. Is that Yeah, either Oh, it's not in combination with. Yeah, I'm not Yeah, I don't know. Um so maybe okay, so let's hmm. I mean cuz a, a diagonal sitting in front of us. That's true. Maybe, maybe. How about this? Maybe it's because we don't necessarily want to maintain a, a complicated chart of all the possible combinations. Mm-hmm. Maybe it could be one of because we have three types now. Maybe mm-hmm. Ace is a fourth type. Maybe it's special. Maybe it's not a face card in, in our consideration. Yeah, one of each does something. Three of a kind does something. Two and one does something else. That then it's easy to remember, right? So if you once you get three something triggers mm-hmm. and what triggers depends on what combination of three you have maybe three of the same type two of one and one another or one of all three yeah then maybe that, one of all three is the victory condition yeah that's really good i don't know well we didn't didn't we talk about the end game state being you get through the whole deck yeah oh is that the end game state okay but not necessarily once, victory once oh, you okay. get three yeah. you okay. get like a point you bank a point yeah but you lose all your powers yes Right, that, okay. that that stack of three turns into a a victory point. Yes, and then you can keep playing. Okay, um, if you the the three combinations, one of each, two of one, one other, or yep. all three of a kind. Yep, one of those should be wipe the board. Right, and and that that would happen earlier than uncovering all of them. Like when you uncover all of them, then the board is wiped. Okay, and and then one of them can be. Um, well, I don't know what the other two would be. The only thing I think about is that one of those combinations would be uh, like preemptively wiping the board. 
Yeah, I think lots of ideas were introduced in the last 60 seconds, and I'm <laughs> not processing them all. Okay. So let's play more. Okay, so uh, uh, the, the, the king gives you diagonal. Yeah. We'll say. Let's say, the, yeah, king, which is going to be red. Right. But you R. now do have three, so we can, if, if that's what we want to do, three, three gives you some combination, or something happens when you get three. Yeah, that's interesting. See, I thought our initial win, win condition was just to like, get as many of these little doodads as you could. Yeah. But then you become so powerful when you have more of them. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There needs to be some kind of way to reset your, your power. Yeah. Um, but also it means that, like, um, you know, Steven doesn't have any points, but, like, you don't have any points either. Because, or you just have one point and I don't have any. Right? So, St I'm not actually, like, Steven, I'm not actually that far ahead of Steven. I have yeah. two powers. I'm, I'm likely to find that third one. But just by nature of luck, Steven might catch up to get and get three before I do. Let's yeah, let's do that. So let's say you get three dots and then you can you can bank that. You lose your powers. Mm -hmm. Like if I kept these, I would have two powers. Yeah. Right. But I also don't have any points. And. Oh, but you don't have to bank them. Right. Well, and then the what happens is instead of uh, three of a kind, one of each, only one of those conditions matters. So once you get one of each, then something happens. But you can collect as many as you want until you get one of each. I mean, yes, unless we don't want to do it that way. I'm not sure I'm following every step that you're taking. Like, I, I'm, pre I'm like sort of, if you can just collect as many powers as you want, or you can bank them, um, why would you ever bank them until the end of the game? Maybe because it takes your turn to bank it. Right, and if you don't do it before, but then you're kind of just... At the, if you why don't you just, if you get three of them, you're automatically banking them, right? Well, that's automatically getting points. That's what we were saying, but Ellen was proposing maybe that's a choice you make. You can keep your oh. powers or you can bank. And, and, and I was thinking that ties kind of into the, what I was saying about how the combinations, we don't have to come up with three different yeah. things that happen. Let's just come up with one thing that happens, yes. some big thing that happens, yeah. if any player gets one of each. Yes. But you, so the idea was is you would want to bank to avoid that from happening. But, but, then you, ah. but then you don't bank because you get to keep your powers, but it's risky because then the next move you make might oh. give you. Well, not if you can peek. Well, maybe <laughs> if you, but yeah, but if it's the only valid move you can make, perhaps. Well, but that's not you can go through. It's yeah. not fully sound. Yet. Yeah, yeah no, fine. it's not. And that's the thing. That's is, okay. That's what we're doing. I think we got to pick something and yeah. then just all test I it. know is I'm going to move here because okay. I've only got one uh, thing I want to do. Right. That's the only thing I could be. You want to go to that corner? Yeah, because we're that's we're playing with that still that, yes. that, that the corners will. Reset please, please don't remove that from me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's all I have. <laughs> yeah, that's you're personally motivated for that to be the rule. Uh -huh. I understand. <laughs> Um, all right, I'm going to move two spaces okay. um, to a, 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 a unrevealed card, and it is a an ace. one. You have got oh, it's to an be ace, yeah. me. <laughs> Which we've decided isn't a thing. Well, we were going to guess that it's not a thing, but yeah, let's say it's not a thing. Yeah. Okay, fine. I mean, or I can have enough no, power if no, you want. No, I don't want you to have enough <laughs> yeah. No, actually, if we were to make it so that you can only have three and it would make you have a point, then you would have no point. Then you have no powers, which I would prefer. Yeah, but, there's a lot. There's some unanswered things here, but we're operating under the fine. assumption yeah, that we'll just when that, you have three, you yeah. don't have to bank it. Yeah, but you can. I, yeah, I'm thinking that when you have three, you don't have to bank it, but you can. And you lose a turn for it. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. But what I was gonna maybe okay. maybe they'll lose a turn. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if we need to do when you lose a turn yeah. bank. But the thing I was gonna bring up next is maybe a deciding factor in whether we want to do that, and that is when you get a fourth one, you have to bank three. Oh, you can't have more than, you can't have more than. I mean, that's, that is kind of what I was saying, but it's, but there's no risk reward to it, right? 
I, I like that. I'm tr- like, I'm trying to plug the holes of like, if you don't have to bank it, why would you choose not to? Mm-hmm. And it might be because you, um, but why, why is it a good idea to choose to do it? And if it's because when you get four, you have to, then the, the correct choice is to never bank it. Always right. Be Cause it's always going to be right. So I, yeah, I don't know. The more that we talk about it, the more I'm thinking that the thing we should test is it takes a turn to bank your three and you have to bank in order to get victory points. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Either way, I'm making the same decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just, I want to. I think we've been doing a lot of talking. Yeah. And I want to get to playing to see actually how that yeah. stuff ha- plays. No, out. I know. And and what I'm doing is when we come up with an idea, I'm like, I don't want to test that idea because it's a fourth of an idea. We won't learn anything from it. I want to test that idea with something. Mm-hmm. That's that's always that's always my motivation is to. That's why I'm trying to find the second half to that. And I have the exact opposite instinct, which yeah. is like. Um, yeah, it's a fourth of an idea and it will become a tenth, uh, become a whole idea after we play it. So play faster and test it faster. <laughs> I just so. want to win. Yep. <laughs> so right, Ellen, take is, your, is turn your turn so I can not Kay. win. <laughs> um, I'm now, gonna... you know, Steven's going to reset the board and there's only one card, re- unrevealed card you can go to and you were able to peek it. So now your choice is whether you want it or not, assuming it's a face card. And that's going to depend on what would happen if you get your fourth one or would it be, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. So there's some things you don't know yet, but, you know, you can pretend that there's a motivation. Right. So I'm a, right. my assumption is Steven is going to hit the corner next, the last corner that's unrevealed. And yeah. when he does that, then it's going to trigger the board cycling. Yeah. And um, I have the choice between going to one of the two cards that I can reveal and revealed one card. Um, and I reveal the second card, so I can. I one of those is within my. Wait reach. a second! That, 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 that second one you looked at is not, not a valid nice move. Oh no, you're totally right. I can't because it's not adjacent to me. I'm yeah. sorry. We we caught her. <laughs> we caught her cheating, Stephen. Yeah, in the game we didn't finish. Yeah, the game we haven't written the rules. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is in fact the reason I went to the, the space I did. Yeah. So that you would not be able to peek at. It. Um. You're, yeah. So I forgot what that was. <laughs> um. So I can go here, or I can use my diagonal and just go bother Mark, which I'm going to do. Cool. Hey, what's up? Yep. We're so hanging I, out here in this ace. I use my. All oh, right, you got diagonal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use my diagonal power. Yeah. All right. What does that one say, Stephen? Leave it. Oh my. God. Oh, no powers for Stephen. Stephen's really unlucky this round. Yeah. Okay, so um, Stephen is the last of the four corners. Yes. Um, and so what we're going to do now is all the revealed cards of the four by four. We're going to take off the board. The ones that we have not yet revealed, we're going to leave in exactly the place they were at, except the one Ellen peeked at. We're going to cycle that one out. Oh yeah. But just pretend that's the same card. And then um, we'll you replace. You can shuffle it back in, actually. Shuffle it back in. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll replace all of the um, the cards that we've done. And then and we all are remain on the same spot. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's revealed right away. What's revealed right away? Like the card, the the ones we're standing on. I disagree with that. I think you need to take two turns. I think to get that revealed. I think that I agree with Stephen. Okay. It feels thematically weird, but okay, we'll go with that. Or you just don't, or you don't cycle the ones that you're on. Um. Oh, the ones you're standing on? Yeah. Yeah, that would be okay. Well, I already did that. Though, That's okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, you gotta so cycle these I four. I can't reach those. Okay. Yeah. If you hand me those four to place, I promise mm-hmm. I won't look at them. <laughs> Actually, I do like the idea of the ones you don't replace the ones you're standing on because it, like, visually, it would look, in, it, would look it looks strange that everything is completely wiped out, you know? Yeah. And that would also give you a reason for to, for you to go to my, the space I was at, so more cards could get cycled. Yeah, yeah. I think the next time we cycle it, we yeah. should do that. Sure. The, the, the ones. It's that... not too late to do it now if we like that idea. No, it's, just, it's too late. Fine. We put them all back in there. Well, I mean, we could just. Well, we know what they are. It's fine. I already forgot. We'll just yeah. We'll <laughs> oh no, that was an ace. And that was a two. Yes, yes, yes. They were both. They were both nothing essentially. So right. They could just be yeah, whatever. So it doesn't matter. Okay. So let's let's do that because I think that would. Okay. Because it also solves the problem of like 
they don't have to be. Then we don't have to worry about using a turn to reveal the card you're standing on. It simplifies it. I would rather people have to use a turn to reveal the card. Shuffle that back. Shuffle that back. That's because I'm behind. (laughs) Well, in my my original plan was that it's automatically revealed, which means you would have a shot at a a thing. Oh, but then everybody has a shot. Oh, and Steven doesn't want that. No, I don't. He doesn't want an. He doesn't want even. Yeah, but I mean, but in that same logic, if you two are on the same card, who gets the card that you reveal? Maybe that would be nobody in that case. But I I prefer this, where it's just those cards don't get cycled. Yeah, I like that too. Um, okay, I went. That was my turn. All right, you went, so now it is my turn. Yeah, and so we retain our same abilities as we go. Um, so I am going to move here, which is right next to Steve. Just gives him deja one. vu. Yeah. Why? It doesn't do much to you. You still have spaces. Just remember you. who your friends are, Steve. Well, part, <laughs> part, of, this, part of this is I, I'm demonstrating some arbitrary, like, where else would I go? Like, what else? There's no. You know yeah, I, mean? I guess there's, no, there's no other there's no other interest. It's a small garden. Yeah. Well, yeah. you could have denied Ellen, who has more points. I could not have. Well, you because there she can go to any of the I, uh, eight cards around. Yeah, so I would just but, take one of those options from her, and because I, I can't suppose. peek, wouldn't matter to me. Okay. Well, I, oh, I'm not going there. It's Ellen's turn. Yes. Ellen has two peek abilities and can go diagonally. Um, oh, my goodness! I uncovered a V, which gives me a gold token. Ellen now has one of each. And if that had anything to happen, this is when it would happen. But we're not uh-huh. playing with that yet. So, um, okay. I know that we are limited in time, but I, we definitely we should make it so that ev- almost every card gives you something. Because it's like this is like playing. Steven's like, I didn't get anything. Yet. I haven't gotten any. Okay, but no, seriously though, this is yeah. like playing Star Trek Ascendancy, and all uh-huh. of the planets, almost all the planets, do nothing for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th- this is why. This is why I want the the refreshing should happen frequently. Like, sure. well, it, that's why. Yeah, it needs the four corners thing. Well, I was thinking that that um, it'd be all the cards unless you have one of each that would trigger a refresh or something. That, I, that I suppose, but the, the, the players who have powers are going to be able to trigger refreshes more frequently and more intentionally yeah. than the player who does not have right. that. How about then, when the board is reset, you bank, you have to bank everything you've got. So in my case, I would, because you need, let's say you need three tokens of any kind for a point. Yeah. Then I would, I would, I would bank my two here and I would, I would have nothing. And so Stephen, we'd, back, we'd be back to, we'd each have zero. Okay. Ellen, who had four, would get one point. Sure. And then the next round would begin with no powers. I'm not really seeing efficiency then, but. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But I think, but to address Stephen's concern about like staying in, in, uh, far behind, um, it'd be a case of like trying to engineer a situation where Stephen doesn't feel like he's actually losing to me in this, in this specific scenario. Or at least it feels like he could come back. <laughs> it's a tough thing because I think because partly because we were talking so much mm-hmm. and not playing as much, um, <laughs> <laughs> being scolded a little bit. Uh, <laughs> we well, it is a podcast, so yeah. I understand. Um, but like Stephen is spending a lot of time in this state. Yes, you know what I mean. And so more than he would in a in a regular game. game. Okay. Is it is it my turn? Yeah, uh, I just went. Yes, it is. Okay, I'm going right. to go ahead and reveal a thing. It's going to be numbers. Wow, I'm shocked. It's numbers. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, I will move as well. Let's change the aces to be power cards. You get to choose which one. Oh, I like that. Okay. It's pretty good. Okay. Not retroactively applied, of course. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because you right. revealed that. I will go to this corner. <sighs> oh, my goodness. I got an ace. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I'm feeling your feels now, Stephen. 
Uh, Ow, you're in the lead. <laughs> I'm still feeling it because that just happened. Yeah. It's I guess like, oh, well, here's this new idea. We should have this be a power card. Yeah. Oh, Mark revealed the power card. <laughs> Surprise. I've been working really hard to make me not be beating Steven. No. Now it's too late now. You've been make, working really hard to also beat me. <laughs> Technically, you're not beating Steven because you don't have any victory points. That's true. Uh, I'll take a, um, a peak power, whichever. Silver. Silver. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Ellen, you're up. I'm going to bank. Okay. Um, and I'm going to keep, I've got a bank three mm -hmm. and I'm going to keep my silver peak power. So I'm going to put that over here and I'm going to use, mm -hmm. what are these cards called again? Hanafuda cards. Hanafuda cards. I'm gonna they're, they're just Hanafuda. I think Hanafuda. the literal translation is playing cards. Okay. Sure. Hanafuda. I'm getting a Hanafuda and that is going to. Right. It's like gonna ATM machine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> one victory point. Okay. So. And that's my turn because I took a turn to bank. Right. Yeah, and I, I'm consumed with why you would do that now instead of later. But and that's why I, one of the reasons why I think there should be something out there that wipes people's powers. Yeah, yeah. Or lets people steal Always, objects. Yeah. Maybe the ace is just uh, you lose a power. Yeah, yeah. Not retroactively. <laughs> Dang <Steven>. it. <laughs> but it, it's pretty rare, so you know yeah. it, has, yeah. it has to be a bigger risk than that. Yeah. Um. Or maybe aces you take someone else's. Maybe we don't have to figure, but there should be something like that. I, yeah. Ace you can take someone else's. Sure. I moved and I got a three. Okay. Um, I will move and I'm going to go to the other corner. And so now all four corners are revealed. Oh, you you could peek, you know. Oh, well, whatever. I mean, it's too late now, but. <laughs> I forgot. So. Yeah. No, I was, I'm doing this to demonstrate the limits of this. Like, oh, sure. Now, all, now, it's, now we replace them, but I don't, not much has changed really. But we will replace the cards that were not. Oh, those are the four corners. You're right. My bad. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I so, did not even recognize what happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. So what is kind of interesting is that Ellen and I are standing on two corners, which means that we're already pretty close to replacing them again. So maybe the goal here is that this is just a way to cycle through cards faster. Yeah. So, I so mean, the, the end of the game is when you get through the whole deck. Yeah. So, that, so that's the motivation to go for that. That's, that. Yeah. That's what I'm testing here is like, why might someone do this on purpose? Um, well, if you were in the lead, it would make sense. It doesn't. I mean, you could <laughs> bank right now and then you'd be tied. But no, it's too late. I made a move. Okay. So. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm not pl trying to play optimally at this point. I'm just trying to like you test, test it all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're finding the edges of the mm -hmm. garden or yep, what playground that we're cleaning up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't bank the cart, if you don't bank your points, like once the, the game is over, yeah. then you don't get points for those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the reason why you want to do it a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. So, so as you collect a bunch of these, or as Ellen does rather, we won't. <laughs> um, then you bank them because you have more than you need. Or toward the end of the game, you you panic and you bank the ones you should have banked earlier. I feel like there should be at least you can only bank like one per turn. You okay. Know? Yeah. 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 No. No. I I agree. I agree. Right. So you can only bank one set of three. So you have to just gadgets. be like well, you can't have too many because you know it will take you three turns to bank them all. Yeah. And you don't know if there's three turns left in the game or something, right? Or you don't know when three. Yeah. yeah well, you're looking at the deck of cards and you're yeah. like, oh my gosh. And if you got a peak or you have two peaks and the things around you aren't that interesting, you can. You know, well, and the more the more things you have, the faster the game goes, it creates that tension, like tension yeah. between these two polar opposites. Right. The more the more objects, powers you have spread in front of you, the more you can look and cycle through cards, mm -hmm. the faster the game goes, meaning the less time you have to bank. Yeah. 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 Man, this is all, this is starting to hang together. Yeah. Um, good. Thematically, that's for me playing out with these kids cleaning up the playground is <laughs> you're playing with the junk instead of putting it in the bag. And the more junk you have that you don't have in your bag, the more the teacher's going to yell at you. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, so it is now your, your turn, Ellen. Is it? Yes. Okay, so I spent my last turn banking, so oh. I have one silver power 
That's your peak ability. So I can you can peak one card next to you. Oh, wow. I'm kind of stuck between a Mark and a Steven here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go towards Steven. Because I can't do anything about it. <laughs> well, I was going to peek towards Steven. I think I'll actually end up going towards Mark. Oh, okay. And I revealed a six. Okay. means okay. nothing. Movement. It's going to be numbers. Mm-hmm. It's numbers. So, Steven, you moved to where your next move would be the one that Ellen just peeked, which she rejected. I didn't move towards that. I just moved towards the corner. Right. But you're, now your turn, these are your only two options. Yes. Whereas if you move this way, you'd have many more options. I don't need more options. It's closer to you, though. <laughs> okay. It's closer to you, Mark. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. The, I mean, having more options is not that beneficial as none of the options will give you what you need. So. Sure, sure. Well, that's what I'm thinking about. Like how, you, like, how bad is it to corner yourself if, like, you might... It's an arbitrary choice. One one is better than five. Yeah. Right? Um, okay. I'm going to peek at the corner that I left previously because I can move back to it because I know Steven Wait, will be how, going to that corner. How can you peek there? Because I have... He's it's got a, it's a valid move. It's a valid move. Oh, you can peek in any valid move? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. One, one. That's... Yeah. Oh. All right. Fine. That's the corner. <laughs> oh, you can't tell me. Why am um, I asking? <laughs> Now, see, that that was a potential that I'd want to go to because I know, Stephen, you're going to go to the fourth corner on your next turn. Uh, you're like, you could go to the one that Ellen pieced earlier, but I don't think you will. I don't want so to. this would be a way for me to sort of guarantee another. Uh, uh, although I now I'm no longer need to no test that. But it seems like you can if you're motivated and you've got two two golds, you can just start, you know, wiping the board really clean. So it'd be like a powerful late game thing. You have like two points. And you, everyone oh, else yeah. has like a couple yeah. things they haven't banked them yet. You can just start going real quick. Um, in any case, uh, I'm not going to go to that one. I'm going to go to this one, which is two away, and it is D. Whatever D is, I know, right? Was D. That's uh, uh, that is so. Uh, oh yeah, silver. Marie Antoinette. Mm-hmm. Is that yours? My turn. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I still have my silver. So I'm going to peek, and I'm going to move where I peeked. I moved to the corner. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. What the heck? I knew it was going to be It's your nothing. defeatist attitude is why it's always nothing. Uh, it's... <laughs> it is a strange bit of luck. No, it's because y'all have abilities so you can more, well, I don't know about Mark. Honestly, Actually, you've uh, only had movement until I mean, like the last couple of turns. Yeah, the, I, I, I only to... used peak once, so yeah. Ellen's had more advantage, but even in, with her ability to peak, it hasn't granted her, because in the last board, everything near her was uh, um, well, a thing. Yeah. So she would have likely gotten maybe one fewer if she didn't even have the ability to peak. So I think a lot of it has been luck. Um, the question is, is like, how much do you get? How much does it uh, add up? The more advantage, how much of a spiral is it? You know, I think it adds up. I don't. Yeah. I mean, you're feeling it. No, I don't know no. Actually, yet. I take it back. The reason why part of the reason why I haven't been able to do I haven't gotten any points is because you've been denying me. You're just playing the game. So I'm not mad about it or anything. <laughs> but like, um, it don't sound mad. Do I? maybe a little. <laughs> no, but even so, I deny you a cards that I don't know if they're useful or not. So like it's it's no, you denied me the random. opportunity to search for cards. Just that one time. It was a few times. Like I spent a bunch of turns moving over to get the corner so I can reset the board. You have wasted exactly two turns doing that. Well, yeah, two turns. That's two turns of not getting cards. That's sure. what I'm saying. <laughs> Nobody else has done that. So, yeah. Because I'm so limited in my movement and I can't yeah, yeah, peek yeah. at stuff. Yeah. So I'm just But the moving. number of cards you actually have flipped over is two is, is it's su- compared to us, obviously. Yeah. But it's not like. It's like, like, I'm not going to say luck is not a factor. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. that, like, I, I, I am disadvantaged because I don't have any abilities. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay, I did my thing. It is your okay. turn. Okay, so I'm going to go here. This nine, which is nothing. So, Steven, this is where you staying in the corner is the advantage because I can now block you again next next round. I, 
Right. And, and not and just by moving one space at a time, not using any of my powers. Yeah. And I forgot to peek again. So that was whoops. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, I, that's not I could have peeked twice. I'm just not paying enough attention. It's your turn. You can peek at the corners now, I guess. I can. I'm just mm-hmm. thinking. What did we decide aces do again? Anything you want. Oh, oh we have to take away from you. Oh, no, that's right. You you take a power from someone else now. Is that or is that that I lose a power? We're changing the rules as we go. But I think what we decided was that either you lose one or you take someone from something else. I think losing one. I mean, now I'm speaking. You would take one from me and you're already winning. But like, um, I don't remember what we agreed to or what we thought was a good idea. We didn't agree on anything. We didn't. I don't think, I think we, it's too, we decided it was too rare to be that useful. And we wanted something less rare for this to happen. Um, I don't remember for that. People lose powers. But what, what, do we, what is our goal for the ace card? Because y'all were talking about it when I kept flipping uh, numbers. It should feel I, for me. It should feel like a mine you step on. Okay, right. You want to disadvantage the player who stepped on it. I guess, but I Ellen, would, Ellen peeked at it, so obviously she would. I not, chose to she, go there. She would not choose to go there if that's what it was. So um, we can decide that, and then just uh, we'll do make it Ellen next. immune from it or something. That's fine. Um, uh, I mean, I'm obviously biased against, but I would like to get. I would like it to be a blue shell, or not a blue shell. Sorry, I want. It to be a yeah, blue lightning bolt. No, oh, lightning bolt. So you want to, to give everybody else a power? No, I want to get a power, or I want I want to oh, take powers want... away from y'all and give me a power. Mm-hmm. When you hit an ace. So yes, yeah, hmm, I guess. But that feels too powerful to give to someone in the lead, and not powerful enough to give someone who's not in the lead. Oh no, I'm sorry. Let me let me let me me be more specific. Yes. I want. You two to lose powers. So you, want, I want to so gain you, a power. You want when Ellen stepped on that. Yes. You want it to benefit only you. Yeah. That's not how any of this could work. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> and that would be a blue shell. It'd be the it, it defeats the persons in the well, lead. Well, no, it, lightning yeah. defeats everybody. Uh, that it, but you. Yeah. That's what, but well, you, I know, you didn't but land on it. So I want it to as though I landed on it. Oh, so give you, me the benefit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know this is all fun and games, but Steven, this is not logical. <laughs> well, why not? Because Ellen landed on it. Yeah, so... Uh, so okay, why fine. do you benefit and not me? Because I'm losing. <laughs> fine, all right, I don't know what it does. I mean, that's so that's a balance on spreadsheet kind that, of thing. Well, but there's no, mechani- there's no connection mechanically my, to Okay, it. I, obviously I'm biased, but also my motivations are if somebody is having experience that I'm having where they just do not have any powers, there needs to be some form of a catch-up mechanic. I think that the person, people who have powers are, you know, advantage. Right. And so, the, the, so in this case, like if Ellen steps on this, then it should, it should like, like stepping on an A should wipe you clean then. Like you lose all I, your, I everything you didn't bank is gone. The thing is, is because like if I landed on that, I'd get nothing out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You I, wouldn't, you wouldn't if, lose anything. Yeah. But that's not a benefit. That's just a number card. Right. So it's not a risk to you. Right. It's a risk so to someone in the lead. That's the balance mechanic. That's not a balance mechanic. I don't get any benefit out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you do comparatively to the field. I I get okay, in this situation, if I landed on that thing, I get literally nothing out of it and no I guess the the benefit actually the benefit of it is nobody else will land on that thing. So it actually benefits everybody else cuz they know that thing is a is that threat is gone. Sure. I what I want it to do is I want it to har- harm. I want it to disadvantage people who are in the lead in some way. Right. Where, so- regardless of who lands on it. Regardless, you want it to be like a, a global thing. It happens. needs to it needs to affect. Yeah, it needs to affect other people because otherwise the people who are, you know, the people me are disadvantaged and they stay disadvantaged. Sure. So, you, so you want it to hurt Ellen, but also hurt me. 
I mean, yeah, I, it makes it sound bad. It makes it sound like I just want to, you know, yeah, mess yeah, y'all yeah. up. But I'm saying we we need some kind of a comeback mechanic. I mean, and this could be the mechanism. so strategically, like if Ellen's Ellen's got a ton of tokens, yep. and I have two tokens, yep. and I and one of them's peak, and I yep. see one of them is that, yep. I could sacrifice what I have. Well, no, because if I'm landing on it, it doesn't hurt me. Well, no, it hurts everybody who's not whatever. It wipes everybody out. Let's just say. Let's just say it wipes everybody out. Okay. In that case. I might choose to do it, even though it hurts me, because it hurts Ellen more. Essentially. Depending on... Yeah, I'm trying to justify this mechanically. Like, Why would, why would this make sense? Why would it be something you'd want to do I, I unless, unless you were in last place? I was just thinking of it as a blue shell ketchup mechanic. Yeah. So that's why I wasn't justifying it in that way. <laughs> but but it, if it could be that when, you, when Ellen lands on it, it's a landmine that Ellen steps on. And okay. And it hurts Ellen. That would do that. It would do that for Ellen, but if I landed on it, it would do nothing. That's what I'm saying. Right. It would do nothing. And if I... and if I'm already in the lead, it's because I have powers that will also help me not Avoid step on those. it. The, the better, the better you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The. Um, yeah. That's why I'm. That's why I'm proposing this thing. I mean, could it just be a thing that when you act, whoever activates it, it takes a token from whoever has the most tokens and gives it to the person who has the least tokens. Right. It's just a. It's like that. What's that space on Mario Party games where it's just the ch chance time? Yeah. Chance time. I, the, I, what I'm trying to avoid is yeah. something where it's like, oh, this. So. This is just a matter of balancing our checkbook. Yeah. Like that, that, is... that doesn't feel like gameplay to me at all. Mm -hmm. Okay. If it wipes everybody out, then there's lots of strategy involved. Yeah. Right? That's, I'm, yeah. I'm comfortable with that too. Yeah. Well, but if it's just like, let's but... even the scores once we, that's just like, uh, you know, this is the accountant card or something. I don't, I just don't like that. Okay. Um, let's wipe it out. It's a wipeout card. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So, Ellen, you accidentally landed on it. Let's. Or say. I decided I wanted to see the something. Yeah. Well, actually, Ellen is winning. So, like, I am. <laughs> it is actually it is advantageous. A, right. I'm wiping. Also, out. it gives you motivation to take the turn to put your you get the points back. Right? right. If that card exists, and you can get wipe them you out. Can, right. You can gain your right exactly. So you can you can gain lots of tokens and get lots of powers, and when that happens, then it's more of a you have to decide when you're going to bank it or when you want right. to keep so this your powers. Is, okay. So that's the other reason why it's a, so this is the, this is solved my earlier problem of like, why would you ever want to bank it until you mathematically determine you have to, yeah. right. it's, it's to, it's to prevent that risk. Yep. Yep. It also lets us interact with each other by seeing someone's got three tokens and I peaked at that card. I'm going to lose my four tokens, but I've already got a point, which is Ellen, your situation. That's exactly what I just did. Exactly. Yeah. Right, I had yeah. two tokens and a card. Right. You had four tokens. So retroactively, that's why you would have chosen that, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay. And it works in my favor because now no one has one. <laughs> right. No one has now any Steven powers. Steven is not as grumpy. Yeah. And that is, the, that is an outcome we want from this game. <laughs> yes. Uh, correct. This is yeah. not a game to make people grumpy. Mm -hmm. That That's called cribbage. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So that was your turn, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was my turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was my turn. So it's Steven's turn. It is. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go. Steven, now with a new, thing. newfound sense of equality. <gasps> oh my goodness. Oh, I got another thing. Oh man. What's the art? Everything is fixed. Di everything diagonal. Is fixed. Oh yeah. No, sorry. I gave you the wrong one. Diagonal. <laughs> He's not happy. No. Okay. At least I got a coin. All uh -huh. right. I can't yeah. move diagonal. All of those are blocked. Yeah. So. Now see, I don't have my, my move two or three. Yeah. So my move here to block you doesn't help me a lot because Does. one, I know what's here. Oh, and I can move here to prevent you from getting something next turn. Yeah. But then if I need to get, I go this way. Yeah. So uh, like there's a, you know, my plan was to go there and just bounce away. <laughs> but, <laughs> he can block you, but he's also then not blocking me. Right. And Ellen, you don't have anything either. We've all been not. wiped out. So I can block you successfully. Mm -hmm. um, Choose wisely. Yeah. So I think that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to move uh, near Ellen and all the spaces around Ellen are revealed now. 
And unfortunately, nothing. Okay. Okay, now it's me. Yep. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go towards the fourth corner. Oh, okay. But I did not reveal a card, so. I will move is, towards uh, the corner as well. Mm-hmm. It is another number. Okay. I'm going to move one space away. Um, and reveal revealed. also nothing. And Ellen, it looks like you are going to, you can trigger or you could not. There's only one card unrevealed otherwise. Yeah, I'm going to trigger the cycling. Okay. So nothing. So nothing. Just something I know. Right. Number right. card. So okay. the cards we're standing on, stay put. There's yeah. only one unrevealed card on the, the board currently. I mean, we've been designing this around this deck of cards, but like it um, wouldn't be a bad. I, I'm not against making this a game that you can just anyone can play, but it's not something that's sold in a box. I mean, yeah. I yeah. like it being like, and then any, any rule changes we make would be geared towards the, because it's all arbitrary in, anyway. So we might as well constrain it towards that and make it something that is just infinitely print and play. We've, we've got enough nice games jams that we're interested in putting in a box <laughs> yeah. and produ- yeah. all you need is like some things yeah. you need some doodads. Yeah. The, yeah. the tokens and meeples are a thing that like you'd need, stuff need some for, coins but, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or I silverware. Mean, you know, we could think of a lot of advantages to what, you know, what can we do that, that w- by having a custom set of tiles or something. Yeah. But, Partly because of the way we've been constrained now, mm-hmm. I don't think we've come up with much that mm-hmm. would require. I move in diagonal because I have the ability to do it. Okay, it's a waste of time. <laughs> well, no, no, we know there's a ten there. Yep, and now I have I have fewer options. Yeah. Oh, so I... you're doing doing unto Mark what he did unto you. <laughs> so out of that entire grid, only one was a face card. Wow, that's something. Yeah. So maybe that means the next one will just be like a banana. Yeah, and that we're gonna... kind of a uh, variability is actually kind of fun. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. the the you could have a all face cards or nothing like just the. I guess that's probably why a lot of games do that mm-hmm. face cards and non face cards. That's about an interest. It's an interesting. Ooh. Ah, so now what what's happened here is that we've there are not enough cards in the deck to fill out the garden. I don't know how to work. Let's shuffle some more back. Well, here's the question: Is the the end of the game is when we go through all the cards? So maybe we need a mechanism by which to have, by which to not use new card, not shuffle the deck and add more cards. Uh I think we just shuffle. Well, we can come up with that later, but for now, I say we shuffle the deck, at, fill out the rest of the garden, and then that's and then just, the last garden. Okay. Yeah. That's it fine. feels a little strange to me, but it does solve a lot of problems about like placement and stuff. So, I think it is a little strange. I mean, like if we were designing our own deck, then we just have to we have to figure out a different garden arrangement. Yeah. Well, because of the way we've decided how things get, get cycled out, it would never be divisible by anything uh, 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 in, in a predictable way. Right. So this is a solution to that. Yeah. Just filling out with whatever. Um, the other option could be that when we replace cards in that last time you do them one at a time and then so we just leave the ones left you know and we we count from some corner or something this seems more elegant i don't know well it it just ultimately means we're using more cards than there are in the deck but that's okay i'm okay with that yeah because then there's an opportunity to get more points than you would expect which is kind of exciting right so maybe like if there's only one card left in the in the deck then you get a whole you know yeah i i don't i don't love that but like it's fine for now there's no we're not there's no problem exactly it's more just about feel um so i did the corner, corner cards yep. with Steven's turn. Steven's turn. Does the game end when all four corners are revealed? That's yeah. The- Let's say in this last one, all the cards need to be revealed. Okay. Sure. I guess. Right. Oh, yeah, sure. Because then you get more opportunities. And things. I don't know. I'm doing it anyway. Either way is whatever, but and I got an ace. <gasps> Everybody's wiped clean. Yay. <laughs> power for one power. Yeah. For- yeah, there's some balance issues here. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. So in this case, this benefited Ellen alone. Yes. Yeah. Because she has a point. Yeah. Ah. 
And then Ellen finds diagonal the for Ellen. God diagonal. Yep. Ellen is just gonna. What's interesting about this? So I just moved and got nothing. Is that at this point we now kind of know what's going to happen? And Ellen, there's really nothing you can do to get anything. So where are you even gonna go? Like, should we? I think there's some agency that you should be able to have in a situation where you can't. Because it's just three turns of you moving wherever. Yeah. Like maybe if you move where somebody else is, you can do something, or you know, or maybe that would be a good time to use to bank, I guess. And so maybe yeah, for now would be a good time to bank. Yeah. yeah. So there'll be situations like this where there's you. There are three turns left where there's nothing you can do. I think we're just going to play it out like that. Yes. Yes. And then we can talk about what we want to change. So I am not going to go anywhere. I'm just going to. Well, I think you should because because you have to, right? Yeah, I went there. Weird. Revisited a card that I already did. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna look Let's all converge on yep. <laughs> this thing. I'm going to peek at it. Yeah, because you can. Just to see what it says. Yes, Geth. Just Geth. It's an ace. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it just does happen. Okay. All right, that's the game. That's so the, the end game. game. Even in a situation where we had a lot of points, uh, with those two aces didn't come, I think the end game probably needs some work. Well, sure. Yeah. I think a lot of it needs some work, but it, I, it was fun. I, I yeah. think that waiting, I think you should be able to bank I think one token should equal one point. Yeah. We, the entire game, the only person to bank three was me. Yeah. yeah. And the only other person who had an option of ever banking three was you. Like right. only ever had the option. Then you lost it mm-hmm. to an ace. So I, I think that. Well, the thing is, it's supposed to be kind of, well, depends on how savvy you play. Cause if you, how, how the, the powers have to be so beneficial that you don't just bank points as soon as you get them. Because that powers be, are that beneficial. You think so? Yes. I mean, having only gotten it for a little bit of time, it was pretty helpful. Right, but I got the I didn't have any like I uncovered some powers. Yeah. Without having any like I didn't know. Right? Well, so like I got lucky early on. Yeah. But then at a certain point, um you got like those last two fields, yeah. You got, I think, one more than I did. We just both got wiped out. Mm-hmm. Um and you ended with one one more. Yeah. Um and so, like, I don't, if I, if I were just to instead bank everyone, I don't think I would have gotten fewer. I think. You, I definitely wouldn't. I never peeked at a card that gave me one. Well, peek at, well, I don't know. Maybe there was, and there wasn't any time that I used my move two to get out of a jam. Just it happened to be. Sure. It's not always going to happen. I, I, where, yeah, so I mean, just in my particular instance, yeah. if I had banked every time, uh-huh. I, I would have just won and none of my moves would have, well, very few of my moves would have been different. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think that, like, I, I feel like Ellen was able to use yeah. peaking quite advant- advantageously. Yeah. yeah. And you were able to use movement quite advantageously. Sure. Um, And I didn't really get the opportunity to do it. I did use my diagonals. Even when I had my diagonals, it gave me more opportunities to search for stuff. Yeah. So I think it, it does give you pretty significant bonuses. Significant enough to want to hold on to at least one coin. Yeah. So, the, go ahead. I was going to say, I think we made a playable game. Yes. I think it would not be. In its current state, it would not be a game I would want to play again. But it could be something that like ten year old me would play. Yeah. Um, just because there's way it's too swingy and there's too much randomization. But there I think there's a way to deal with that by maybe like changing the way maybe making powers a little bit more frequent. Yeah. And also maybe making it so like the color tokens don't matter, just the number that you have. So like when you get one, you get like your first slot power. Yeah. And then you get a second one. That's just second slot power, and your yeah. third is your third slot power. Um, yeah, it could also be maybe there are four suits in the game, so it could be those are the three powers and the wipeout, and so yeah. it's just constant. 
and and then and then you do have to want to bank three, and then just so that the actions happen more often. Yeah, you know, yeah, might be a good way to do it. Um, it could be that they're like, or it could be that it could be the opposite. It could be uh, uh, number cards give you an ability based on suit. Face cards do nothing, and the ace is still the the wipeout. Mm-hmm. That might just be a balance. That, and then the gameplay is the same otherwise as we've done. That might actually just solve a lot of problems. Yeah, it's yeah. I, it definitely, to me, feels mm-hmm. like the core is there. Yeah. Um, it's I'm a question gonna, of like, are the is there anything wrong with the rules or is it the balance? I think it's the balance. Yeah. I, I think it's mostly balance, but I think that first before balance, it's a little bit of tweaking of the rules. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But for now, listener, you can take the rules that we've got um, that Stephen has been keeping notes on this whole time while he was uh, yeah, being beaten by Ellen. It's, you you um, think I had a lot of time, but I, uh, <laughs> they'll be re- in a ready state by the time this episode comes yeah, out. And try it yourself because this is one of those games where you have all the things you need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, I'm, I'm pondering right now, but like it's, there's a, there's a lot here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely want to, I definitely want to take some wrenches to it and move yeah. some bolts around. But right. I also think that we did a, an okay job. Yeah, how do we how do we do on the the prompts here? That's a, that's a I forgot about those playthinker uh, things. Um, so I definitely think we hit on exploration, and we definitely hit on approach. Right, like we're trying to approach the cards that are on yeah unrevealed and each other and yeah yep. the corners. Um, efficiency. The player is motivated to master the game system so they can play cleanly and expertly. Mm, mastery can come from precise control, knowledge of the system, exploitation of glitches, and so on. I think that we could eventually get to the state, but I think it would yeah. take some adjustments yeah. to the bolts, like I said. I would say that, like, in its current state, that is a minor concern of the game. Yeah. And that ex- explains why we don't go for it very hard. If it was a if it was a more top tier, then the game would have problems. But I don't know that that's a problem with the game right now. Well, I mean, these guard cards are just... No, for sure, for sure. Just it's just to yeah. get it started. I mean, unless you take them really seriously, if you could get your own deck of playthinker cards and you can take the prompt cards as seriously as you want, mm-hmm. uh, combinations, simple objects can be combined with some degree of freedom to create more complex ones. I think we have a start of something there. Yeah, I don't know that. I think we decided not to go that far down that road. Yeah, like we had a couple of opportunities and we kept finding it making more sense to be a little simpler. Um, and I think it's, I would. I. I mean, we made the choices. I. I think they were the right ones, but I could see that feeling like we could have we could have gone leaned in that a little harder yeah we could have tried harder on that part it just for for right now it we could have i think there needs to be more skill yeah. involved in the game it's too too much luck right now right um and so we'll have to noodle how to do that mm-hmm. yeah it part was, of me is like okay with there being a lot of like being, especially thinking like this is a game you pull out at a family gathering yeah like there's part of me that just is kind of into that like as a as a as a pillar of the game but also, it can lead to frustration if you only play twice and you and you get lose badly both times or something. Then you might just have an impression of the game. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, well done, team. Yay. It's the first in-person board game we've done. Yeah, in a long, long while. Yeah, and I, I would say like, oh, we're still getting, we're still figuring it out. But like, we did great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's warm in this room. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. So we can turn the air conditioner on. It's <laughs> a super good idea. Hey, that's our show. Um, check out our website, nicegames.clo, for show notes and links to resources on today's topics, which are this game. Um, Stephen will have the rules for you to peruse and play at home. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode and our programming in general. Go to nicegames.club slash feedback. Tell us what you think. You can get in touch with us also on Twitter at NiceGamesClub, where Dale tweets about game dev resources and things urbanists fail to consider. Or you can email us, contact at nicegames.club. 
Want to support the show? There are so many ways. You can give us a review on your favorite podcast app. You can tell your friends about your favorite episodes. You can join us on Discord by visiting nicegames.club slash Discord. And also, we are on Patreon. That's right. As a patron of the show, you'll enjoy bonus content, extra jokes, and a whole lot more. Sign up at patreon.com slash nicegamesclub. So until we start again, remember to play nice and make nice. Well, um, first, I got to move my chair because it's getting past me. Well, let's keep that in. Oh, yeah. That's fun. <laughs> we have this chair here where Holly was sitting before she left us. <laughs> and we could be using that one instead, but you're already set up. Over I, uh, that idea did not occur to me until just now. Well, that would be the time to move. Yeah, but I'm already sitting down. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm glad we had Holly on. Yeah, she's cool. She's she's so smart. Yeah, we gotta keep this. We gotta keep this in the episode so Holly knows how smart, intelligent, and wonderful person she is. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.